0: And welcome to the 0-19 Parents podcast series, brought to you by the Families Health and Wellbeing Service 0-19. The Families Health and Wellbeing Service provides health visiting and school nursing throughout Staffordshire. I'm Caroline. And I'm Carol. And we're both health visitors, and today's podcast
1: is about button batteries and why they're dangerous to children. Button batteries are the small, round, silver-coloured batteries which power many of the gadgets and toys in our homes. And as we've been putting together this podcast, we've been looking around our homes at where button batteries can be found. Yes, and then
0: in my car keys. I have some little electronic tea lights as well, and they're in there. I've got a digital thermometer, which has got a battery compartment, a small lava lamp, And then I've also got some key rings um, that have a a little torch and those have got button batteries, a watch. And I've also got lots of batteries in a drawer, um, but there's also some loose ones in the drawer when I've had a look. I don't have young children living in my house, so I don't have many toys, but I do have children that can visit and I do need to sort out that drawer and make sure I I put those batteries safely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I found them in the kitchen scales. I've got them in the bathroom scales, um, car keys, fitness tracker. I also found one in my niece's light-up wand that she'd got from a pantomime she was at. Um, We found them in the gaming headset, calculator. They were screwed in, which was good. To be honest, I was really surprised that the thermometer I found them in didn't have a screw fixing to it, and I I just assumed that health products would be safe. Yeah, I would have done too, actually. So it's a really good idea to do what we've done and to check which things have button batteries in your home. I also think it's worth having a look at family members' homes too. Um, Many children spend a lot of time, for example, at grandparents' home, and they may have things different in their homes, such as hearing aids or remote controls. Yeah. Um, So in this country,
0: Carol, we've got safety regulations that say that the compartment containing the button battery in a toy, that it it should be lockable. And that usually means that um, it's got a cover that is screwed into place. And if you find toys that don't have a screwed down battery compartment, I'm afraid the best advice is to to throw them away. For other items, you know, things that aren't toys, keep them out of reach of children. Um, And it's a good idea to store your spare or your used batteries in a plastic lidded container and put them out of reach of children, just just like you do with your your medicines, really. And that's definitely what I'm going to do today.
1: Yeah, good advice. So, Caroline, why are we worried about button batteries? Yeah, well, they don't look particularly dangerous, do they? Um, But
0: inside your body, they can cause serious damage and, and even death. Children between one to six are, are the most at risk. And in most cases um, that have been seen involve a battery being taken out of an electrical device. The next common are those children that have picked them up off the floor and about 10% so that's one in 10 of, children, of cases are where children have actually taken
1: them from the packaging when you buy them. Okay so can you tell us what happens to the battery in the body if it's accidentally swallowed? Yeah don't forget
0: though Carol it's not just about swallowing. Children also have a tendency to put things up their nose or in other places I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> yes So, most button batteries, if they're swallowed, will pass through the body uh, without any problem. Uh, But sometimes they do get stuck, for example, in the throat or the food pipe, uh, the bowel. And these are moist surfaces and they cause a reaction with the battery. And that means then that the chemicals inside the battery are released and, and one of those chemicals is called caustic soda.
1: Gosh, caustic soda, that's that's what you use to clean drains, yeah? It is, yeah. So you can imagine the damage that button batteries could do to the delicate insides of a child. Does that happen straight away? Well, the chemical
0: reaction can happen in, in about two hours, but sometimes it can also be days or weeks, and that depends on the size and the power of the button battery. However, it's not just the chemicals that cause the damage but also the the electrical charge from the battery and the silver coin batteries that are about the size of a 5p are often the most powerful
1: and the most dangerous. Okay, so what about the ones we throw away because we think they've stopped working? Yeah, so those are also a,
0: a risk as well because just because we think they're dead, they actually can still cause damage. And that's because there isn't enough power in it to make your remote control or your toy work, but they still do have power left in and they can still badly injure your child. So you need to make sure that you dispose of them safely and responsibly.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, Caroline, tell me about the most at risk children.
0: Yeah. So those are the children that are age about one to six, that your one-year-olds, your crawlers are your most at at risk. Um, But, you know, your crawlers, your toddlers, your preschoolers, they just all like to explore and they don't know the dangers as well. They're much more likely to put things in the mouth and to swallow them. As they're playing with the toys, they can get into a battery compartment easily if it isn't screwed down. But older children, they're a concern too, as they often do really silly things for a dare or a game. And the button batteries, if you put them on your tongue or your lips, can actually cause a tingly sensation. Please don't try it at
1: home. You just have to believe me on that one. Okay, fair enough. I think it's really important. thinking of young children to get down to the floor and look at things from a baby or toddler's perspective. It'd be amazing the risks that you can see from their viewpoint. Caroline, you said at the beginning that some children can die from swallowing button batteries.
0: Yes, it's a, it's a terrible statistic, but the Child Accident Prevention Trust tell us that about two children a year have actually died. Gosh, that's scary. Two a year, That's that's very sad. It is, isn't it? Um, And surgeons at Great Ormond Street Hospital in London, they're seeing about one child a month who needs an operation because of the corrosive
1: burns caused by the button batteries and the damage that's done to the body. That's very worrying. And that's just one hospital. I wonder how many children this impacts across the country. So tell me, Caroline, what would you recommend a parent or a carer do if uh, a child has swallowed a button battery?
0: So, even if you only think your child may have swallowed one, then the advice is the same as for those children who you know have definitely swallowed one. The advice is to act fast. Take them straight to A&E or dial 999 for an ambulance. Tell the doctor or the call handler that your child might have swallowed one. If you've got the packaging, as well it's really a good idea to take that along with you or the toy and that's because it'll help the doctor know what type of battery it was but please please
1: don't let your child eat or drink and don't make them sick thanks Caroline this has been really interesting it's it's very scary but it's interesting we really need to make sure items with button batteries are safely stored away from children and in the unfortunate event a child does swallow a button battery, we really need to act fast and seek help straight away. We do, don't we? And,
0: you know, to all our listeners out there, why don't you try and do a battery hunt, button battery hunt in your own home? See what, what um, where those dangers lie. So thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to know more about the dangers of button batteries, then we recommend looking at the Child Accident Prevention Trust website or the Royal Society for the Prevention of Accidents website. Or you can speak to a health visitor. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank
1: you. Bye.